Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Network. Pro football full circle. Circling. Oh, look out. Brachowski didn't have the ankle. Touchdown. A whole Kenyan drink. A miracle. Murray heaves it downfield. It is. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Miraculous. Fires. Mike's in. Walker. And we're off and running on today's episode of Pro Football Full Circle. Joe Lisi, George Kurtz, right here on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius Channel 204, talking all things NFL. All month we've been breaking down every single conference. On Friday's show, we broke down the NFC West. Today, we're going to break down the AFC West. Excuse me, Kansas City, the front runners right here on the FanDuel Sportsbook, not only to steal the division, but to win it all at 5-1. to one odds right here on FanDuel. George, the biggest question in 2021 is how healthy is this Kansas City Chief team? And more importantly, which team could possibly challenge the Kansas City Chiefs in the division this year? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Who can challenge? Is there a team that can? Are they going to run away with this division? It'll be over by Thanksgiving. You know, we're not, uh, we're not even worried about this anymore. You know, the AFC, uh, AFC West is a foregone conclusion. I got to tell you, Joe, I think it is a foregone conclusion. Because you look a little quick overview here. Denver, they don't even know who the quarterback is. You know? So, uh, Locke, Bridgewater, should they, uh, you know, they get a trade for uh, Aaron Rodgers? Should they have drafted one? They're a mess. Uh, Vegas, okay, but that defense was a sieve last year. We all blame Carr because it's quarterback-driven league. But, you know, hey, uh, that defense is terrible. Did they, could they fix it in one offseason? I don't think so. The Chargers are probably the most interesting team for me as far as maybe – Maybe they could give uh, you know give a Chiefs a little run for their money here, but I just don't think they're ready for uh, that kind of year yet. I think they're getting there, you know. But as you and I know, with the Chargers, weird things seem to always happen to this team. Whether it's coaching mistakes late in game, they just find ways to lose. Yeah, they do. And they have Justin Herbert, a second-year quarterback that stepped up last year with Anthony Lynn in the second half of the season, 30-plus touchdowns. They're the team that Vegas and everyone loves in terms of the gambling perspective, right? You know, they came on last year with four straight wins down the stretch. You have to think that they continue the momentum. Now a new head coach in uh, L.A. there trying to lead this team. They get Derwin James back from injury. They get Bosa back from injury. That defense is going to be much improved, at least on paper. I guess the biggest question mark is two teams, right? Denver with Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Do they get Aaron Rodgers? If he comes over, that team changes dramatically, right? They automatically become a Super Bowl contender if Aaron Rodgers is under center week one to challenge the Kansas City Chiefs because of the defense, right? That defense led by Von Miller, they're a bend but don't break type of defense. They haven't found consistency on the offensive side of the ball. 
And then the other team is the Raiders. And when you look at Las Vegas right now, I know that they're the longest shot to win the division at 17-1 to right here on FanDuel. But the biggest question I have is when you watch this team, right, let's not forget that the Raiders stepped up in the Arrowhead last year. They got the double-digit win in the fourth quarter, a miraculous dominant defensive effort. They forced turnovers against Patrick Mahomes. And they actually went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs in, in their own house in Las Vegas. It was a fourth-quarter game before Mahomes found Kelsey in the back corner of the end zone to pull that fourth-quarter game out. I mean, from a just from a mentality perspective, the Raiders feel that they can go toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. It's just, can they keep Derek Carr healthy, and can that defense step up to make some noise in 2021? The defense worries me. The fact that they played them a, a, you know, a tight game here and there. I mean, maybe they just match up well for Kansas City one-on-one, but they don't match up well for anybody else. Maybe they get up for Kansas City, but they don't get up for anybody else. So I tend not to put too much stock in the fact that one team played so well against a, a great team. No, it doesn't mean anything. Maybe they just had two good weeks. You know, that sort of thing there. I just, I have questions about this roster all around. You know, I think Derek Carr, I think you, you can win with Derek Carr. I do not think he's a superstar, but I think he, he catches a lot of, you know, a lot of crap that he probably doesn't deserve. You know, it's not all his fault here. I uh, love the, the running game, Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. The wide receivers, you know, probably more than solid here. They got a good group here. Darren Wall is a great tight end. It's all defense for me. Offens- offensive line actually could have some issues as well. They've, they've done some weird stuff here. Between the draft and uh, Franzi the last couple of years, letting guys go, acquiring guys. Let's see how that meshes. But it's all about the defense. You know, can they stop the passing game? Can they get pressure on the quarterback? Can they, can they do anything on defense? And I think it's just well, too many questions for me to answer in one offseason to put them anywhere near, uh, anywhere near the Chiefs as far as the division is concerned. Any faith in John Gruden? Because I do have faith that he's at least turning the corner here. I mean, you know, he takes over. The The team was competitive in his first couple of years. They start out fast, and now last year, 8-8 eight and eight overall. But you got to feel that John Gruden, the competitor that he is, will have this team much improved, right? I mean, just from a win-loss perspective, 6.5 in terms of the FanDuel Sportsbook, I mean, that is very doable with a 17-game season, no? Oh, I agree. I think it's doable. In their own division, they're not going to go 0-6 in their own division. I think they can get half that total of wins in their own division. This is not a bad team. It's, just a, it's a team that's under construction, has work to be done here. As far as Gruden, you know what? He reminds me of a sort of a mad scientist, you know, where he just changes things up. So he's, you know, I'm going to do this. Let's, let's try this. Oh, he has no patience to see it wear, wear out. Doesn't work for a game or two. He does something different. When we come back, we'll start with our breakdowns with the Kansas City Chiefs, Joe Lisi and George Kurtz, right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. 
breaking down the AFC West. There's no need to look anywhere but in Kansas City with Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs getting back to the Super Bowl after their win a couple of years ago against the San Francisco 49ers. Team finished 14-2 and last year in 2020. Those 14 games were won by an average margin of victory of 9.7 points per game, but the last seven games of the year, that deficit narrowed. They only won those seven games by an average margin of victory of four points per game. Injuries on the offensive line, injuries to Patrick Mahomes in the playoff game that put a lot of pressure on this offense in terms of continuity. Mahomes is healthy, George. 38 touchdowns, six interceptions. All eyes are on this team to repeat. FanDuel has a 12.5 win total at plus 100 for the Chiefs to win the division and more importantly, get to 13 wins this year. But I got to tell you, their schedule is very difficult. I think they might win the division. I think it's definitely doable. Best team in the AFC West. But I might go under their win total in 2021. The schedule is tough. And it starts off, like, uh, outside the Philadelphia game week four, they're pretty much playing the, another who's who uh, in the AFC and the NFL here. Cleveland, Baltimore, Chargers, uh, Buffalo, the Washington football team, Tennessee. Uh, then it gets a little easier. They get the Giants, uh, Green Bay, who knows if they'll have Rodgers or not, Vegas, Dallas, Denver. Uh, we'll see how that works out there. That being said, I, I certainly think they win the AFC West. Who's going to challenge them? I mean, really, who's going to challenge them? That's the problem here. I think the Chiefs are a team that I sort of equate them to uh, be a bad analogy for the Yankees this year. But in baseball, the Yankees in past years, the Dodgers, hockey, several hockey teams where they know they're making the playoffs. I think they get bored during the regular season at times. Yeah, they'll still blow some teams out, but they'll play closer games against teams because they just weren't into the game for whatever reason, and they know they're going 12-4, and 12-5, and 13-4 this year, whatever it might be with 17 games. They just know they're going to go there, so they really don't get challenged until the divisional round. You know, or the first round of the playoffs, they don't get a bye. You know, it's just, that's the way it is for them. They know they're getting there. It's not the way you want to be, but in this division, I mean... I, don't, I just don't see anybody, uh, maybe somebody comes out of the woodwork here, you know, and surprises. Maybe uh, the Raiders do fix that defense. Maybe the Chargers do mature. They don't give away games that they have in the past. You know, maybe Denver does acquire Aaron Rodgers. If Denver were to acquire Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to. But if they do, this all changes. But I think that's, that, that's I don't want to say the problem with the case against the wrong term, but I just think they get bored with the regular season. They're sort of like, let's go. Where's January? Let's go. But you don't think that's a concern, George? That's a concern for me because they did it last year and they got to the Super Bowl. They lost. They addressed the off-the-field issues in terms of, obviously, the free agency. They bring in Orlando Brown. They bring in one of the best centers in college football and Creed Humphrey. So that offensive line is going to be much better, right? Because that was the concern against Tampa Bay and Devin White last year. They got abused in the Super Bowl. We saw it. Patrick Mahomes under pressure constantly. They couldn't get into a rhythm from an offensive perspective. And and everybody just thinks, hey, it's plug and play, right? But they are going to get everybody's best shot from the start of the year. You know, Cleveland went toe-to-toe with them from a defensive perspective, even though Chad Henney pulled that game out. Defensively, the Browns were in that ball game, right? You go down the rest of the schedule. I mean, the Raiders went toe-to-toe with them. Beat them once in Arrowhead. One-score game in Las Vegas. The Chargers beat them by 17 points at the end of the year. And I understand they were checked out. They already had sights on the play. But you can't overlook that. And that's the biggest concern, I think, for this team is from a mentality perspective. You can't just turn it on and turn it off each and every year. It is the NFL, and teams are going to hit you in the mouth and give you their best shot each and every week. Oh, you're right. Uh, They are one of those teams that's going to get the other team's best. You know, because everybody wants to beat the Chiefs now. All right, you know, want to beat Mahomes, want to keep Mahomes in check, that sort of thing here. I'm not, I'm not the guy who nitpicks on last year. Oh, they didn't play well here, they didn't play well there. No team plays a great 17 games. No team. There's always going to be a week you just don't have, for whatever reason, that you just don't have it. So I'm not going to be that guy, oh, you know, they, they played the Raiders, played them close here, they almost blew this game. You know, the playoff game versus the Browns, they didn't have Mahomes. It was Chad Henney. So uh, that makes sense for that game to be much closer than we thought it might be at that time. Uh... The offensive line, actually, they certainly made very good additions, but, you know, it's football. Offensive line, cohesiveness takes time. I'm, that's something I'll be wondering about. You know, uh, you really, I don't think you're going to see it much in preseason. I had only three games this season anyway. But I, it wouldn't shock me, Joe, if the offensive line takes a month, really, to get into the groove. Of what they, know, you know, they know each other, what they know each other's moves and all that. It'll certainly be better. Yeah. 
truckload of injuries in that Super Bowl, and Tampa Bay just wrecked them. Just absolutely wrecked them. Mahomes was running for his life. It was almost like a JV team playing the uh, varsity squad. Uh, it, was, it was unbelievable uh, what the uh, Tampa Bay uh, defensive front was doing there. So I think that will be improved, but I do think it might take some time. That being said, I said I just, from my mind, unless the Chargers can really step up, and I mean really step up, uh, everything has to go right for them. I just don't see anybody truly challenging them. But I agree with your, uh, your premise, by the way. That's not good. You don't want to be that way. You know, to right. turn it on, turn the light switch on, turn, turn it off, on, off. No, you don't want to be that way. But I do expect another sort of another season just like it. Yeah, I thought they had success, George, when they were running the football early on in the year, right? With Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the rookie out of LSU, they averaged 112 rushing yards per game. That was ranked 16th in the NFL. But in the second half of the year, with those offensive line concerns, they dipped back in terms of offensive production. In the playoffs, that was a glaring statistic as well. They could not run the football in the Super Bowl consistently, right? They're going to need a better effort in 2021. That being said, in terms of the defensive production, this was an okay defense defense. I mean, Frank Clark spearheads that defense. He had the 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 off-the-field issues out a couple of months ago in terms of is that solidified? Is this team focused, right? Taco Charlton comes over, hasn't lived up to expectations in terms of his first stint in Dallas, didn't live up to expectations in his production in Michigan. They only had 32 sacks as a defensive unit last year. So, you know, when you look at Honey Badger and Methow in the secondary, he can't be the emotional leader of this defense. They were uh, ranked 21st in the NFL in terms of rushing yards, right? Rushing yards allowed, 122 yards per game. So when you look at some of the teams that they're going to have to match up with in the AFC outside their division, right? Teams like Baltimore that pounded the rock for 191 on the ground. Some other teams like Buffalo, blue-collar type of mentality. This defense needs to get better, and even though they added Nick Bolton, the linebacker out of Missouri, I don't know if this is going to be a top 10 defense in 2021. I agree with everything you said. I don't think it'll be a top 10 defense, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, If things are running well, once again, what makes life easier on this defense is that, theoretically, they should be up 10 points in the second half, or two scores in the second half, which means, hey, they're not running the ball. Play the pass, pin the ears back, let's go. The fact that they had that low sack total list, what would you say it was 32, is surprising. 32. Yeah, because you should be right. I think two or two a game, and you know the other team's going to pass? That's terrible. Terrible. You bring up Frank Clark, I don't know what's going to happen with Frank Clark this year. I certainly uh, would expect a suspension. Right, Ten days ago, he was uh, charged with one felony count of possession right. of an assault weapon. An assault weapon. We're not talking a Glock. We're talking, you know, he had some kind of machine gun. Uh, so he's going to get suspended, I imagine, two games, four games, whatever it might be. So uh, I don't know at what point it'll be during the season. Maybe he gets to this season, it's next year. Lord knows the legal... Uh, the legal system takes forever, but I think he's going to get suspended, so that will hurt the team as well here. But uh, they got to get more pressure on the quarterback because you know the other team's going to pass. You know the other quarterback's going to take five, seven-step drop. Go, go get him. Why aren't you doing? Why aren't you able to do that? Why aren't you able to do that? That's that is concerning somewhat, and we probably don't talk about that enough because what are we talking about? The offensive line because we saw that in the Super Bowl how bad that was. So we talk right. about that more than their uh, their next ability with, or next inability, which was to get it to the quarterback. Right, and here's the other thing, too, is they were ranked third in terms of third down conversions, right? Green Bay was first, 51%. They converted in 2020 with Aaron Rodgers. KC was 48%, right? So when you sustain drives, your defense gets a rest. If you can't do that, and let's just say the rushing attack is inconsistent early on, you're going to need the running game to be effective, especially on the road. And when you look at the early games on the road, they start with Cleveland. Cleveland is going to have their number in the sense of, you're going to get Cleveland's best shot. Cleveland feels like they should have had that game with Chad Henney. They didn't get it. So now they might have a chip on their shoulder, even though Kansas City's at home in that matchup. So Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham comes back. That team is going to be much improved, especially defensively. When we come back, we'll be breaking down uh, the L.A. Chargers. Keep it where it is, Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Back on Pro Football Full Circle, continuing the conversation of the AFC West. We left off with the Kansas City Chiefs. Going to look at the L.A. Chargers. But before we do that, George, I was just saying in terms of the Cleveland perspective, right? You're going to get their best shot week one. And then it doesn't really get much easier for the Chiefs in terms of road games, right? Right after the Cleveland game, in week number two, you get Lamar Jackson at Baltimore. Then later in the month, you go on the road to Washington. They're a very good, solid defense. At Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and Julio Jones. And then at Los Angeles. And then you follow that up later in the month. At the end of the year against the Chargers, a team that they lost with on the road last year by 17 points. So you can't say that those are just winnable, you know, W's for the Chiefs on the road this year. No, I mean, uh, you think about it, they're gonna they're playing well. It's probably the other three best teams in the AFC in the first six weeks, right? Hey, right. go play the uh, Ravens. Hey, go play the uh, Buffalo Bills. Let's find out about you. So uh, we're gonna find out real quick. Yeah, they do play Tennessee later uh, as well uh, in Week 7. And two of those three are on the road. I know they always seem to beat Baltimore no matter where they play them, so good for them. I'm looking forward to Week 1 against Cleveland. I think it's probably my game of the week there uh, because it'll tell me two things. You know, one about KC, I think they'll be fine. But maybe more about Cleveland. Are they ready to compete? It's just gone. Exactly. Not that they have to win. I don't, I don't think the Browns have to win this game. Can they just compete at in Kansas City? You know, fans in a, a full house. It'll be going bananas there. Can they compete? So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this. more. Probably more about Baker Mayfield be the player I'm watching more than anybody else. Odell Beckham to a degree as well. With the extra game, I think I'm going to go under their win total, Kansas City. They're at 12.5 plus 100. I'm going under. Are you going over or under for them? I'm not betting it, but I lean under as well, mainly because uh, I think they'll, they're going to take some games off. I think they might have this division won by a couple of games at the end where it just doesn't matter here. So give me the under as well. Okay, well, look at the A Chargers. What can you say? I mean, 7-9 and nine last year. They lost 9 of the first 12 games by an average margin of defeat of 9.6 points per game. But then Justin Herbert found his groove. 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. The team won four straight at the end of the year to Atlanta, Las Vegas, Denver, and Kansas City by 6.5 points per game. And new head coach Brandon Staley has this team headed in the right direction. A lot of gamblers love this team to over-exceed expectations this year I gotta be honest with you I still am not sold on the LA Chargers I need to see it before I believe it George and I'm not sold on the running game with Austin Eckler Uh, I'm fine with Eckler I think he'll be uh, I think he'll be fine Uh, I do worry about him being able to play 17 games I don't know if he can withstand that so if that's where you're going with that there then I 100% agree here I think I'm gonna forgive them for last year Uh, first of all I just I find it hilarious by the way that remember uh, Justin was not Herbert was not even supposed to start week one. If not for the fact that the trainer punctured uh, the lung there, he wouldn't even be starting. <laughs> yeah, so that, unfortunately. That's to me. Uh, it's t- yeah. terrible. Uh, I mean, really, how, how do you, whatever. I'm not a doctor. But uh, the fact that they were still not going to go with Herbert is amazing to me. All right, so uh, 
I think uh, last year was about figuring out your quarterback. You figured it out. And I said that with every team that drafts a number one quarterback. Jacksonville, the Jets this year. Uh, you know, other teams, that the, the Niners. you got to play that guy as your quarterback of the future, and you go on from there. They know it isn't Herbert. So they're going to be fine. He can sling it. We know that. I think they're okay with Eckler. Uh, so he can play, let's say, 15 of the 17 games. He'll miss a couple. Wide receiver's good. Uh, tight end, okay. You let Hunter Henry go. I get it. Can't afford to pay everybody. Jared Cook, well, you know he's going to drop some passes. All right, that, that's what he does here. Offensive line, love the pick of Rashawn Slater. Love him. I kind of, as a Cowboy fan, I, in some ways I wish Dallas would have taken him at 12. I think he would have helped that team immensely. Uh, your uh, blogger, once again, protect Herbert. You know, when you look at this team, they're loaded with players that we ever, we know all the names. Right, Joey Bose on defense. Uh, you go on and on and on here. It's question is, can they stay healthy? You know, can that's they the stay biggest healthy? concern. It's always that's the biggest the concern, concern with this team. Yep. And if they can, and, they're, they're, they're a good team if they can. I just I don't know if they can. And for the law, I don't know why. And this is not just under Anthony Lynn, but they've always found a way to lose games. And so, it's yep. always weird. It's like, oh, man, you know, you're charging. When you have a weird loss, we just call it charging. You know, you're, you're well, done. That has to stop. Well, well, it is because of Anthony Lynn. Make no mistake about it. If this this team lost eight games last year by an average margin of defeat of only five point two points per game, you know you remember that blowout loss at home to to New England, forty five to nothing. They were in each and every ball game, and that's the biggest thing is that you know you say Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn got nervous if his offense had to score more than twenty four points. It killed him that Justin Herbert threw for over forty three hundred yards last year. I'm telling you, he wants to win games as a head coach now. He's an offensive coordinator, right? But as the head coach, he wanted to win games 20 to 17. He was afraid to open it up. It wasn't because, you know, that he wanted to do that. It was the season was down and out, and he realized that he had to develop uh, Herbert last year, so that he just threw caution to the wind. The season was dead and buried by that point. Anthony Lynn was a well conservative type of coach. And, and granted, they're going to take a step in the right direction with Staley at the helm. The question mark for me is, you mentioned the defense, right? Yes, staying healthy. Derwin James, uh, a standout at Florida State, had a great first year in the scheme. You mentioned some of those other players. They get Ashante Samuel from Florida State. That fell in the draft because of the team's needs in, in terms of Florida State. They didn't live up to expectations, so he slipped in the draft. He can add some benefit in terms of that secondary. This second, this defense is going to be led by Kenneth Murray, though, the linebacker. Him and Bosa, they're blue-collar type of players. As they both of those players go, so does this front seven, and that's the concern now. You know, they allowed 119 rush yards per game last year, ranked 18th in the NFL. They need to get it closer to 100, George. They need to get it to be a dominant defensive front seven because in order for them to compete against Kansas City and some of the other teams in the AFC, teams are going to continue to run down their throat and you can't allow that to happen teams are also going to run because they want to keep Herbert and that uh, passing offense off the field right the uh, time of time possession keep them off here I agree and listen as someone who has uh, Murray and Bosa on his uh, his deep fantasy team in one league uh, IDP league uh, go Chargers go uh, I need to <laughs> rack up points there uh, uh, yeah I mean carry on I agree. Bosa, I think, is the most important player on defense. Derwin James, I mean, they almost have somebody at every, at every level. Murray has to stay healthy and make those tackles. Right? Derwin James is sort of the uh, the quarterback of the secondary there, and the, uh, the guy who could be the superstar, Chris Harris, as well. And Bosa, I think, is still the engine that makes this team go. So I think without that guy that can get to the quarterback, that teams have to, uh, opposing offenses have to account for, it's just too tough. And he can make life miserable for them. But I also look at this. This is one, another worry I have about them. Besides Bosa, let's just say for giggles, he does stay healthy. Uh, if he's done, if he's out, then it may not matter. Who's going to be that second guy? You know, he's going to get double, triple teamed. Who's going to be that other guy that ben either benefits off that or takes advantage of it and can help get to the quarterback? That's another See, that's, have with this team. That's why I think it's the linebackers, Drew uh, Tranquil uh, and and Kenneth Murray off the edge. Kenneth Murray is a was a dominant defensive player at Oklahoma, one of the best players on that team, right? Undervalued in the draft, comes to L.A. and just a perfect fit in terms of the defensive scheme. They're going to need to showcase different looks, utilize their speed, right? Because that front seven 
seven, if they play the way they have, they're a bend but don't break type of defense. Teams can move the football, right? Here's the other concern as well, George, that nobody seems to mention. We always talk about the health of the defense, right? And and you're right about that. Bosa has injuries. Derwin James has nagging injuries, and they're debilitating injuries. But what about the injuries on the offensive side of the ball? The injuries to Keenan Allen and the nagging injuries to Mike Williams where we don't know if they're going to play from week to week. Those need to stop as well because if this this team is supposed to build off of last year and Herbert's supposed to build off of those numbers, you need Mike Williams. You need, you need Keenan Allen to be effective. I mean, outside of both of those players, you have K.J. Hill. He's a good player from Ohio State. And Josh Palmer that everybody loves from Tennessee. He's a good player as well. I'm not enamored with him like a lot of the scouts are. So you need Allen and Williams to be uh, uh, play 16, 17 games this year. Agreed. Agreed. I think that might be the one position where they don't have a great amount of depth. You know, you can uh, say tight end as well here. Your pass catches. If they suffer an injury or two there, they could be in trouble. Uh, and you're 100, as a fantasy player, you're 100% correct about Allen and Williams. They are those guys, oh, questionable. Every week, it seems like Every week? You, know, you, you have some doubt. Right? Oh, do I put, do I plug him in my lineup? Do I take him out of my lineup? You know, if you're a gambler, am I going to take the over? You know, 59 and a half yards, over three and a half receptions, whatever it might be that week. You keep thinking, oh, he may not play. He may, you know, it's frustrating when guys are constantly on the injury report and they're not on New England. We just know they're 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 playing games with the report. You know, these it's it's kind of true here. They they have some kind of nagging injury. They're never fully healthy. Not that anyone in the NFL ever is, but you get my point. So uh, it is the one position I would worry about. That they don't have a lot of depth, uh, and as far as their pass catches at all, they have, you can make it over. Keenan Allen goes down, sort of the charges. Exactly, exactly. And FanDuel George has them right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook at plus one ten and over nine and a half this year. If you like the under nine and a half, it's minus ju- uh, juice to the under at minus one thirty five. Here's their schedule, and I don't, I don't think it's easy. Starts out at Washington. At Kansas City, Las Vegas, Cleveland, at Baltimore, and then the bye week. You can make an argument that every single one of those games are going to be competitive. And not necessarily where they have the quarterback advantage in every game. We'll give them the Washington game. We'll we'll give them, you want to give them Las Vegas and Cleveland in terms of the quarterback? I I think Mayfield stepped up last year. So there's a possibility they might be 1-5 at the start of the first month and a half of the season. Yeah, my first thought was here, if they go, if they were able to go 3-3 three and three here, they'd be dancing a jig. All right, they'd be thrilled to go 3-3 three and three here. Because you're probably watching Dallas, you don't want to split there while 1-1. One one. Kansas City, that's a loss, 1-2. and two. You can beat Vegas, 2-2. Two and two. You get Cleveland, Baltimore, the AFC North, once again, split 3-3. Three and three. I think it'll take 3-3 three and three and run before things get easier in the second half. When we come back, we'll wrap it up with the Chargers and then turn to the Denver Broncos and Las Vegas Raiders, Jolisi and George Kurtz. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. To pro football full circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. 
Back on Football Full Circle, Joe Lisi, George Kurtz breaking down the AFC West. We just talked about the L.A. Chargers with a win total on FanDuel Sportsbook at 9.5. George, I'm going under. I think the best they can do, possibly, in my opinion, is maybe 9-8, and eight, which is still under the total. Do you see this team over-exceeding or under-exceeding expectations this season? Uh, once again, it's one that I won't bet personally, but I do lean the under. It's not because of the team. I do like this team. That schedule's tough. That schedule's tough. Like I said they have to survive the first six games. And they do get a nice little stretch here about, what, two-thirds of the other season through where they can make some hay. I don't think Pittsburgh's very, very good. Denver, Cincinnati, uh, the Giants, they can make some hay there. Uh, play Houston later in the year as well. Denver again, Vegas at the end. Their, their end is nice, but their beginning is not so good. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean under as well. Well, we'll take a look at the Denver Broncos. 5-11 and 11 last year. Those 11 losses came by an average margin of defeat of 13.7 points per game. Five of the 11 also came on the road. Not a good sign in terms of the team from a mental aspect. But, you know, you get Teddy Bridgewater in free agency. He comes over for Carolina to push Drew Locke. They have a multitude of weapons at, at the offense's staff's disposal. I mean, Noah Fant, one of the best athletic tight ends in my opinion in the NFL KJ Hamler Jerry Judy Tim Patrick Cortland Sutton returns yeah get Melvin Gordon at the running back position I mean this team is loaded the only problem I have is put Teddy Bridgewater as the starting quarterback and can we fire Vic Fangio as head coach because I still have no idea what the offensive identity is of this team Okay, Broncos, where to start here? First off, I agree with you about uh, the head coach. He needs to go. I thought maybe He's uh, terrible. Happen. He's horrible. He, he is yeah. absolutely horrible, George. Okay, no uh, no Christmas card for Joe Lisi from the Denver Broncos <laughs> this year. Uh, he's right, mind you. Uh, I was surprised. I thought they would get rid of him. They didn't. Uh, maybe he doesn't make it through the season. We'll see. Quarterback, I think Denver has screwed this up. I do. Uh, Drew Locke's not the answer. All right, we've seen that. He's not. He's had a couple of years now. I know we're in the microwave society where we got to do now, 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 now. And we don't give these guys time to develop, but we're not seeing anything from him. That being said, Bridgewater's not much better. Would I start him? Yes, I would. But there's a reason he's bouncing from team to team now, okay? Because he's not very good. He's an average quarterback at best. He has trouble when he has to throw the ball into the secondary. You know, when, that, when he had that, all those wins with the Saints uh, a couple of years back, his yards per, uh, per attempt or so low. Everything was short because that's what he's good at. When he wants to throw the ball 10, 12, 20 yards down the field, it's not happening. Can't hit those guys. So I don't see that working here either, but he is better than Locke. Uh, do I think they should <laughs> go get Rodgers? Sure. Sure. It's not, that's not happening either. Okay, that, the chance to trade Rodgers went bye-bye after the draft. Okay, once the draft is over, Rodgers is not going anywhere. I'll say this again. Unless he could somehow truly force Green Bay's hand, why would they, if they trade him this year, they get nothing that can help them this year, the Packers. So why would they do it? They'll just wait to a draft next year. He will be traded next year. No doubt of my mind he'll be traded next year. When the cap hit isn't as big, they're going to force Rodgers to play this year. Green Bay, it makes sense for them. probably makes sense for Rodgers, too. And then he'll be gone. He's not going to Denver. That's the bottom line here. And Denver probably should have taken a quarterback in the draft. You know, taking Justin Fields. I, I think letting him slide was kind of idiotic. You, probably, you had a quarterback who could do multiple things there. So I think... Uh, I think I caught up once again, take, taking the cornerback, maybe screwing Dallas over too. Not that there's some kind of rivalry there, but I think they were sort of happy about doing that. And you passed on the quarterback. You can't win in this league without a quarterback. You know, unless you truly believed you were going to get Rodgers at that point. Unless you truly believe that Teddy Bridgewater is the answer, which he's not. You got him for a song with Carolina. Uh, I think they made a, uh, some mistakes here. Not that, though, once again, I, I like the, the pick of Sertain, but I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt them in the end here. I think they made a mistake. I think they should have taken Fields in the draft. I think they're still looking for a quarterback. Well, here's where we're going to disagree because I love Teddy B. Now, I agree with your assessment about Drew Locke. Drew Locke was an inconsistent quarterback in his days in Missouri. He progressed a little bit, was about, at the end of his career, about a 60-plus percent completion percentage. But he struggled with consistency issues his sophomore, junior season, goes to Denver because they fell in love with his arm strength. Arm strength doesn't always equate to being a good, a good quarterback. And that's the difference for Teddy Bridge. 
Bridgewater, George, I believe that he makes the proper decisions. Now, you can't look at last year in terms of production. It was a new scheme with, with Joe Brady and Matt Rule. It was a different type of scheme. He got through the growing pains. They started to weed out the players that fit the scheme, didn't fit the scheme, and they felt that Teddy wasn't the right answer. But he doesn't turn the football over a lot. I know we had 15 interceptions last year in Carolina, but he is a smart quarterback and put your team in a position to win. The biggest thing for me is this, George. When I say about the identity, Vic Fangio and that team need to make a, an assessment. Are we going to pound it each and every game and work off a play action, or are we going to spread opposing defenses five wide and Utilize K.J. Hamler's speed. Utilize the speed of Jerry Judy. Utilize the mismatchability of Noah Fan. And challenge defenses and stress them in the passing game. If they make that type of assessment and, and really go into the season with that type of approach, I think they'll be able to run the football more effectively because that'll spread defenses and open up running lanes later in ballgames. They have the talent from an offensive perspective, George. You can go down the roster and, and say just from the wide receiver position, they are just as loaded as the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know if I'd go that far. That being said, I think they are loaded on offense. Uh, the weapons are there. I This is one of those teams, uh, Joe, where I think the coach may hurt them. I know I don't want to make this sound like the, you know, let's – hop on Vic Vangio and stomp him hour. Uh, no, but he's it. an old school coach, though, George. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's where I'm going with it. Yeah. Right. I, I agree because I think he's going to hurt them in the fact that he's going to want to play old school football, which is run the ball. Run, 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 run. Uh, run establishes the pass, and this team could do the opposite because you have all these weapons, and you named them all. All those wide receivers, Noah Fan is really good. Uh, you, you could be throwing the ball down the field here, which sort of, uh, in my mind, that's probably what you have to do, throw to set up the run assuming you trust Bridgewater uh, to do that. Uh, and I would trust Bridgewater more than Locke. I've already said I would start Bridgewater over Locke. I think Locke Me has, too, in a heartbeat. Locke at best is a quarterback too. I, I think he's your backup. You know, that's right. what, he's your backup quarterback. And he'd be fine at that. Not everybody's going to be a starter here uh, as far as that's concerned. In some ways, I think Teddy Bridgewater is also a very good backup quarterback, not a starting quarterback in the NFL either. But I think this team is going to have to realize we need to throw the ball. We need to throw the football. That's where we're going to make our money. Because we have all the talent there on that side of the ball here. We have good running backs, too. Javante Williams will see what he can do in the NFL. Melvin Gordon's a solid running back. But throwing the football is what I think this team should do. But I don't think they are. Yeah. I mean, and you look at their passing statistics last year, 215 yards per game. That was ranked 26th in the NFL. I mean, they averaged close to 120 rushing yards per game. That ranked 13th. The defense, that front seven, now they were injured. Von Miller out. Bradley Chubb was nicked up throughout the year. I mean, 25th in the NFL, 130 rushing yards per game. And here's another concern. Ten interceptions all year. You need better production. This team was minus 16 in turnover margin last year, George. You're not going to win games at home. You're not going to win games in the division when you're turning the football over and your defense is not opportunistic. That being said, that being said, I go down their schedule, right? I have seven wins that I'm giving them right now. So at New York Giants, I'm giving them that win on the road. I think their defense can match up against Daniel Jones. At Jacksonville, New York Jets to start the year. I have this team starting 3-0. and Then you look the later down the schedule, you have Washington. I'm giving them that. Philadelphia, I'm giving them that. Detroit and Cincinnati. I mean, that's at least seven games that they can have on their schedule. And then if they can steal a couple of division games, they play at Pittsburgh. That's winnable. This team could be 9-8, and 10-7 and seven overall. Well, you're giving them all the wins that they can win. That's not going to happen. All right? Uh, they won't win. I don't think they beat the Giants in week one. Uh, I, I have a hard time believing that. Uh, Jacksonville and Jets... I'll give you that. Uh, two of them, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Vegas. They're gonna probably then they're gonna go on a, a long streak where they may not, you know, get. And then once again, they're not gonna lose six straight either. They're not gonna lose the Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Vegas, Cleveland, Washington, Dallas. They'll win a couple of those games. Go two and four, I imagine, just to generally the way things work in the NFL. Uh, so, I think once again, I, I have a more around the seven, ten, eight, nine range here. Uh, I just, I just don't trust the quarterback. And I don't trust the coach. I think this team is still a team in transition. I do trust the defense. I think the defense is good. But uh, the offense still worries me. Even though they, they have the skill position, 
but I don't mm-hmm. trust the people at the top, which is very rare, by the way. When was the last time you say this? Where they have you all the skill position players, you love the defense, but at your top, your generals, your quarterback, and right. your head coach that I don't trust. Well, I don't trust the head coach. I trust Teddy B, though. I trust Teddy B to get me nine wins. Over eight and a half is minus 130 on the FanDuel Sportsbook right now. If you believe under eight and a half, plus 110. Georgia going under, right? Under eight and a half for, for the win total this year. I think this is pretty accurate. Okay. Uh, I mean, okay. I would li- I'm not betting it. Uh, so right. you know, I, I don't bet every all 32 teams here. Right. Uh, I, but I do lean the under, but I don't feel great about it. This is not a ball. I wouldn't put any of my money on it, but I lean the under. Okay, I like the over. We'll, we'll look at Las Vegas now, 8-8 eight and eight overall under John Gruden. Lost five of the last seven games down the stretch by an average margin of defeat of 12.6 points per game, but they draft Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama to, to solidify that offensive line, that rushing attack with now Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs gives Derek Carr a little more balance in that offense, but George, this defense needs to get better in 2021. That being said, a low win total. I look for this team to overexceed expectations. I think they can challenge to be a potential wild card team in the, in 2021 this year. Oh, I like that. I th- think that we saw we always get some weird challenges, right? We got the extra wild card anyway. So uh, yeah, I think there'll be saw a couple of teams that we didn't expect uh, via wild, you know playoff challenges that will be at the end. You know, so yeah, I'm with you there. I think they can challenge for a wild card spot as well. Uh, here's the thing, though. Six and a half. Six and a half FanDuel puts as their as their win total this year. Minus 145. I mean, you have to say this team was 8-8 eight eight overall. I mean, they went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs, and I keep saying that because that's the best team in the division, possibly the best team in the AFC outside of Buffalo this year, right? So if you can go toe-to-toe and put up points on that defense, who's to say that this team can't win 9-10 games this year? Well, their defense is pretty much to say that, right? How, how they fix that. The offensive line, which they've made so many moves on, letting guys go, trading guys, bringing people in. I have worries about that. Uh, schedule is intriguing, to say the least. You started with uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Miami's a good team. Uh, you're playing your division of the Chargers, of course, uh, before you get maybe a little bit break when you play the uh, Bears, Denver, Philadelphia, Giants. Once again, that's where you're going to have to make some hay. Cincinnati's in there, too, after a game versus KC. Uh, closing up's not that uh, easy either. That being said, I agree with you. That six and a half does seem low. I don't think this is a great team, but six and a half, uh, that means you think they're really you're kind of a bad team. I don't think they're a bad team either. So I would definitely lean over here. And I well, here's the thing, too. On it. Everybody bashes Derek Carr. I mean, uh, uh, 4,100 yards last year, 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions. That's solid production out of your starter, right? You mentioned the defensive uh, problems that they have. 26th against the run, 30th against the pass. They get Morig, the TCU uh, safety. That was a potential first-round selection. He falls. I think this defense, I mean, from a statistical standpoint, they have some playmakers on the on the defensive side of the ball. You need Cleveland Farrell to step up this year. You, you know, you need Corey Littleton, their linebacker, to step up. But I, I believe in John Gruden. I believe that he's the type of coach that will get it right eventually, and, and they're headed in the right direction. I'm not a big Gruden guy. I know we're running out of time here, but I'll say this. I'd like to know why we beat up on Carr so much. All right, he's we'll been a see. quarterback. He's not great, but he's been an okay quarterback. You can win. When we come back, we'll wrap up the Raiders. Joe Lisi and George Kurtz right here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Wrapping up our conversation on the AFC West today, we talked about the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, finishing up the Raiders right here, George. They're 17-1 to to win the AFC West, and I know you don't believe in John Gruden, but you're going to give me 17-1 to odds with an experienced quarterback in Derek Carr? I might take that. I mean, I, I don't look at Kansas City as the clear front runner. I know that on paper, yes, they're minus 280, and that's why FanDuel puts them there. But their schedule is difficult, and if they get one or two key injuries, there can be a team like Denver at six to one or L.A. Uh, Las Vegas that steals the division. So I'm, I look to both of those teams: Denver at six to one and Las Vegas as as mu- taking my money at seventeen to one, respectively. I hate taking chalk. Uh, well, you're right. The problem is you you need those injuries, right? Uh, obviously, if Mahomes goes down, hey. It's all uh, all done for the right. city. I don't I don't think they could survive him. Most other teams can't survive a starting quarterback. I think if I had to pick between your two teams, the Raiders and the Broncos, I'm going with Broncos because I I may not like Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't hate him, and I I do like the defense. Then I think they have all the weapons in place. Uh, so if I had to pick between those two teams to usurp the Chiefs, give me Denver. Yeah, the concern I have with the Chargers is not Justin Herbert. It's new head coach and Brandon Staley. We don't know what that team in terms of consistency is going to look like early on. Schedule is very difficult and still a young team. You know, I understand they came on at the end of the year, but there was no pressure on that team. Now there's huge expectations. And obviously with a rookie quarterback in the sophomore season, the second year, that's where growing pains can come in, right? Now defenses know what to expect from Justin Herbert. Absolutely. They've said they got some film on him now, right? So they'll, they'll make adjustments there. That being said, so will he. Uh, Chargers are going to score points. They're just going to score points. Uh, Herbert stays healthy. Keenan Allen stays healthy. But like I said, their depth as far as their pass catchers, they suffer an injury or two there. They're done. Yeah, it, it really is. I don't like the Chargers out of all all three of those teams. So when we cut, when stay with us each and every week right here on Football Full Circle for George Kirch, Joe Lisi. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.